0: Fireflies Unite with Kia, your weekly podcast from the perspective of individuals thriving with the mental illness. We are normalizing the conversation about mental health within communities of color to foster mental wellness and empowerment. Welcome to another episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast. Today, we will be speaking with Jamie Moore best She is the founder of Helpful Living Magazine. It's a mental health magazine that educates readers about mental health. And she recently launched a fourth issue focusing on social injustice and the coronavirus. Her goal for Healthy Living Magazine is to provide education to individuals, as her ultimate goal is to be a part of the ending stigma on mental health. Jamie graduated with the B.A. in psychology from Clarion University of Pennsylvania, and post-graduating, she relocated to Maryland to pursue her goal in the mental health field. Let's get into the episode with Jamie. Welcome to another episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast, where our mission is to bring light into darkness, just like the fireflies, by simply sharing the stories of people of color who live and thrive with mental health conditions and to normalize the mental health conversation.
1: So today we have a
0: special guest. Jamie, how are you? I'm doing good, how are you? I'm Well, I'm so excited to talk to you.
1: Me as well, thank you for having me on here.
0: Yes, so let's jump right in. So the question that I always ask people is, um, was mental health something that was talked about for you while you were growing up?
1: It was not actually. it wasn't until I got to college or maybe even high school um but no it wasn't it wasn't anything I grew up with and I, I didn't see a therapist I didn't you know do any of those things so
0: no nope. that's what most people say it's only been like a handful of people who said like yeah it was talked about <laughs> so can you talk about the work that you do in mental health and why are, and why are you so passionate about it Yes.
1: So um, when, after I graduated from college, I relocated to Maryland. I'm originally from Pittsburgh and I started working at a uh, mental health facility. So a psychiatric hospital and um, it wasn't until, well, I always was even in college. Well, I guess that's why I took psychology. I always wondered why people did the things they did. Like, why do they act the way they do? So that's what interests me into going into psychology. Um, but I felt like I even gained more of an interest when I started working at the hospital with uh, patient care. It was like hands on, you know, working with clients and just really listening to their problems. And like the more that I got to know about, you know, the patients on the unit, the more I just got interested. I just wanted to learn more and how I could be of a, a better help. So. Um, I really got into it when, when I was like working and gaining the experience and just trying to be that outlet, I realized a lot of people, um, they felt a lot better after talking to me or after just kind of getting their issues out and just venting. And so I actually like that. And I, I appreciate being people's soundboard. So it was just the more I would talk to clients. Um, and the more they would express themselves, I'm like this, I want more of this. I wanna see what this
0: looks like. So And so where what would you say like that spark was or where it was like, wow, this is I'm really enjoying this. Like what was that spark for you?
1: The spark was like seeing the transition. So Um, a little after about a year and three months, I became a discharge coordinator with the same facility. And that was when I would work, I was working with adults. And so I would really hear the need. They would, you know, they're, they're a little bit more appreciative as opposed to kids. Um, They talk a lot more and you see the change. So someone coming into the hospital, they may be disoriented, you know, not wanting treatment, just very, you know, rejective of of what we had to offer and then as time went on while they were inpatient they kind of shift the corner so i like i guess when i started seeing the shift when i started seeing them open more it's like this is this is it this is what was like filling my soul you know just kind of seeing them accept treatment and 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 another thing was um we would get letters We would get, you know, they would say we're doing so much better. The medication worked and, you know, all that. So I think that's really what turned the corner for me is just seeing the improvement.
0: Yeah, I can see that just because I remember, I just remember being a consumer on the consumer side where Mm -hmm. when I first went into the psychiatric unit for my suicide attempt, I did not want help. And Mm -hmm. I was very like dismissive. I was very angry. Trying mm-hmm. to figure out why I had to be there, but then once mm-hmm. I started to accept that okay, I do have a problem, I do need to be here. That's when I was when I kind of opened up to the resources and the help that was being offered, and then of course it kind of tr- uh, trickled into all the mental self mental health stuff that I'm doing now. And so I can definitely say that I was one of those patients who Mm kind of was in the transition. And then you see like, wow, they're a completely different person. I would have never thought that was the same person that originally came in.
1: Right. Right. And it's such a joy because, you know, you, you can sometimes see the potential people have and for them to live in their purpose and then, you know, push through their, their, their journey and actually, you know, do it, you know, helping other people. It's
0: rewarding. It's definitely rewarding. Absolutely. So let's get into the fun stuff. Why did you create <laughs> Healthful Living magazine? So let's talk about that.
1: Sure. Yeah. I. So I noticed like I, I really was listening to clients when they would come into the hospital. You know, they might have. This might have been their first time hearing about mental health you know, they'll say, I went to the hospital because I had a headache or because, you know, my stomach was hurting or, you know, and they wouldn't relate it to mental health at all. They're like, oh, I was sent here. And, you know, it's like, this is wrong. This isn't right. You know, however, I heard about the, I just, I just would hear the lack of education, you know, of knowing what mental health is, you know, as soon as someone came to the hospital, they're like, I'm not crazy. Like this, this is a mistake and i was just kind of like hmm i feel like there needs to be some type of resource that people can read and and that way if you know if they happen to go into a hospital or if they happen to need, need mental health services they would have a better understanding so i tried to make it like a, a like a bridge between like clients and clinicians you know so i created the magazine just because i realized there wasn't there wasn't that out there for people to read. And I felt like anytime, you know, clients would come to us and say they needed a resource or just to know about mental health in general, it was like we were printing something out or I would give them a brochure to a program. And it was just kind of like they were being sold, you know, it was just kind of like, you know, join our program, you know, we do this, this and this, but they just kind of wanted just like the fundamentals. So Um, That's when I decided to create the magazine. And we have like topics, different topics, you know, like some of the topics in our previous issues we did, um, like having certain feelings during the holidays or how to deal with COVID or relationships and just kind of really narrow it down to things that people go through daily um, that may not relate it to mental health. So that's that's all of it in a nutshell. But but definitely working at the hospital really provoked me to start something like this, to start the magazine.
0: So do you interview mental health professionals?
1: Yes. So we have, we do interviews. Um, I like to interview people who um, have businesses, who, you know, have podcasts who have, you know, created things to help people, you know, who are dealing with mental health. Um, I also have a section, well, multiple sections where I allow people who have experienced mental health to talk about their journey. So, because I feel like with some people, they can relate to stories. And then for some people, it's therapeutic when they write their story. So I have that. And then we have, um, I have topics written by our, by clinicians. So, you know, therapists, any mental health cl- clinician, there's different topics that I'll have them write about
0: just for that clinical
1: background.
0: Yeah. That's so cool. I really like this Uh, just because I know of one other mental health magazine and I'm not sure if you heard of it, the Rally Up magazine
1: Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. with
0: Nikita. So yeah, it's good to see like there are people who are doing the grunt work and really trying to build something that's a resource because I really don't know of too many mental health magazines, especially that feature people of color. Exactly.
1: And that was my thing. I felt like There's a lot of people, you know, of color that don't that can't relate or don't see, you know, clinicians, you know, that look like them. And so I feel like the more magazines that are out to display that, the more people like, oh, okay, well, I can relate to this or, you know, I can, you know, see this person or that person. And I just feel like there just needs to be more, you know, there's just mental health is so big that. One magazine probably won't cover, you know, it, it there needs to be multiple, you know. So, I um, I did I did uh hear of is it Riley Magazine and I think Riley, yeah. okay. mm-hmm. I think that is so cool. I'm actually, I feel like, oh, okay, I'm not by myself, <laughs> I'm not by myself mm-hmm. in this, you know. So, yeah, absolutely.
0: So, the other question I wanted to ask you, uh, there was actually two in this, like, mm-hmm. blanking me. So where can people, um, how can they get the magazine? And then also, how how many times a year does the magazine come out?
1: Okay. Yeah, no problem. So this year we're starting to come out every quarter. So um, we're actually, our uh, digital will be released tomorrow and we'll start pre-orders for the physical copy. Um, so February, May, August, and November um, or the months that the magazine comes out. Um, you can go on our website, helpfullivingmag.com and there, uh, you could purchase either the digital or the uh, physical copy and it'll be mailed directly to you. And we also started a subscription service. So if you, you know, um, sign up for the subscription, as soon as the magazine comes out, we'll just ship it right, right to you. So definitely the, the website, um, is where you can go to purchase the, you know, purchase the magazine.
0: And where have you been like marketing or like get it, trying to get the magazine in certain places like um, private practices, hospitals or.
1: Yeah, that's my goal. My goal was to get into to clinics, community centers, anywhere where people gather, um, because I feel like if it's out there, then, you know, people are more likely going to, you know, read it. Um, I promote on social media heavily. Um, we're even starting the IG Live to kind of like uh, feature the um, people who are in the magazine and just kind of continue to get content out there. But yes, definitely our goal was to get into um, clinics and practices and you know community centers, schools. Um, I was in the Baltimore Times a few months back. And I actually had, in our last issue, I had the pleasure of um, interviewing, um, well, um, Mayor Brandon Scott, but he was running at that time. So um, that was a really cool interview and just seeing his aspects on mental health, you know, in a political, you know, standpoint. But but yeah, so I actually was actually on the radio on Friday on 92Q talking about the magazine. So I'm just kind of hoping to get on more media outlets, you know, to talk about it and to branch off and- You know, I also like to work with organizations because I feel like the magazine um, can be like conversation starters. So my goal is to work with nonprofit organizations as well.
0: So how can people find you? What's the best way to contact you if they're interested in the magazine or interested in any of the work that you're doing?
1: Sure. So they can go to our website, HelpfulLivingMag.com. If you um, have a personal story you want to share, you want to be featured, you can email us at info at com. We're always taking submissions. Um, and our Instagram is Helpful Living Mag, as well as our fan page on Facebook. It's Helpful Living Magazine. So um, you'll find us with, with that. And then if you go to our website at the bottom, we have our social media and you can just click on those links and it'll direct you right to our uh, social media platforms.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time out of here. I'm sure you're super busy day <laughs> to just speak with me and be on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate all that you do. It, it really goes a long way.